Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Power Podcast. It is episode eight, and I've been so excited to bring on this beautiful young entrepreneur in the capital region. You all know her because she is growing, she's expanding, and she gives everything that she knows from her knowledge and her love to our greater capital region. It is Annie Berdar with Bear Blends. She is a serial entrepreneur and co-founder of Bear Blends and the Bear Blends franchise. Woo! Creative whole food plant-based food enthusiast with a background in biochemistry and nutrition. She's also member of the United Way's Emerging Leaders and recognized as a young philanthropist in the greater capital region. Welcome, Annie. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this all week. We're perma-smiling right now, by, yeah. by the way. <laughs> We've been talking for the past half an hour. I'm like, wait, we got to stop because this is the conversation we want to give everyone. Yeah. So this is, can I just start it off with, I when Annie just came through my doors here at the gym, I just said, so I kind of stalked you on my system because I really wanted to know how old you are. Now, can you just please share with us how old you are and how many years it's been and give us your little background because I'm inspired by her story. And this is, if you're looking into entrepreneurship and if you're really interested in this field of the nutrition industry, this is the girl to talk to and to listen and to learn from. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I'm 25. I actually just turned 25 uh, April 2nd. So oh. I'm a new 25. Oh my gosh. See, she even. The, I can't. You know, the day I turned 25, I was like, oh my goodness, I am an adult. Yeah. It was like the weirdest. <laughs> I know that's so crazy to say. It really is a, weird, it's like like a quarter century. Everything right? before 25 was just like, oh, I'm just figuring it out. I'm growing up. I'm learning who I am, you know. Yeah. And then like, you know, April 2nd, the morning of April 2nd, I was like, this shit's getting real. Oh, my God. I'm 25. I'm an adult now. How old were you when you approached about Bear? Um, 21. Oh, my God. Do you hear that? You are an old soul, aren't you? I, I think I am. Have you always been? Um, I think so. I had, um, and I'm not going to get too, too into this, but I had a pretty um, irregular upbringing. I, yeah. um, my parents were separated at a very uh very early on i was four when they initially got divorced they each got remarried and divorced again my parents are immigrants they come from budapest hungary what and yeah and when they came here they didn't speak any english um they really struggled when i was younger i uh learned english when i was in kindergarten i was one of those like esl kids no way you're so cute i love you so that that was my first language and i just um i always i grew up with this kind of cultural identity crisis because most of my family was in europe my parents were european my grandmother um helped to raise me she only spoke hungarian um, I was always exposed to like European things, you know, European yeah. foods, European um, clothing, like the things that my grandmother would bring over from Hungary when she would come to visit and stay with us were so different from what my other friends had. What a um, cool cultural shock. Yeah, so it was... Um, adapting, right? Yeah, and my family was like very poor, so yeah. they um, they struggled for a while and... Um, and so I think it forced me to mature at an early age, mm-hmm. for sure. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. That's why you have that ex- exotic look to you. <laughs> I've always thought that. She's so beautiful. Oh, if you don't know, then you better search her right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. So tell me what happened. You're 21. Yeah. And what were you doing at that time? Um, so I went to school for cell molecular biology and chemistry. I loved learning about the body. I 
originally I wanted to pursue a career in medicine and that um, it didn't really pan out because I realized at some point during my studies that I didn't want to pursue school until I was like 28 and Mm -hmm. just the intensity of medical school. um, I I don't, it wasn't very appealing to me at a certain point. Um, I began loving research and Mm -hmm. I loved doing, I did undergraduate research when I was, uh, I went to St. Rose for my undergrad. So, yeah, so I did undergraduate research there. I did three different projects. I got recognized by the Sigma Xi Honor Society, which is just like this uh, scientific honor society that um, most graduate, like postgraduate students get involved with. You're such a cute nerd. (laughs) You are. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I... uh, I loved research and I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to be a scientist. I want to be a researcher. Like, I'm going to do this. And then I ended up getting an internship position at the Albert Einstein Institute down in the Bronx. And Ooh. yeah, it was um, it was interesting. Yeah, It was a very pivotal moment for me because it was mm-hmm. very, um, it was a highly regarded position. I felt really cool being there. I was like, I'm going to learn so much. And this is really a huge stepping stone for me in my career. Yeah, And what I was doing was working with... Um, a doctor who was looking to cure intraventricular hemorrhage, which is um, brain bleed, in premature babies. And he had been working on the project for 15 years, and he used a rabbit model, which was very hard for me. At this point in my life, I was already plant-based, predominantly plant-based because of everything that I was learning with regard to biochemistry, with Mm -hmm. nutrition, with just how food breaks down in the body. And so I decided that ultimately for me, the best decision was to go plant-based. So, and we can talk about that later, but um, so adopting a vegan diet, you end up adopting all the other things that come with veganism, which is like the love for animals and the love for the environment and all of this. And I didn't realize in a very serious research setting just how serious the animal testing was. Wow. And because Mm -hmm. he was working on a project um, that was related to the brain, we had to decapitate bunnies and just like slice their brains up and like look at it. Oh my God. I'm it was laughing literally I'm, terrible. I'm laughing because I'm like, oh my God. It was awful. Yeah. I, in my time there, I was only there. I mean, it was uh, pretty much a summer intern, like an extended yeah. summer internship. I could only handle it for like two months. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot. We went through um, like 58 bunnies while I was there. Wow. And it was so hard for me. And when that was over, I was like, holy crap, Mm -hmm. I can't do this for the rest of my life. What have I done? Mm -hmm. And at this point, I was basically a senior. Um, I think, you know, I think it was the summer before my, yeah, it was summer before my senior year. I was, you know, this was going to be my last year in school. I had spent the past three years working on these types of courses, working on this type of degree. What was I going to do? And so. Plan B, baby. Oh yeah. Well, or plan C D E F G. I don't even know if this right. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. This This is what happens when you're in this type of mindset. Yeah. When you're figuring out what you want to do, especially at your at that age. In your twenties. I was twenty. I was not even twenty. I think yeah, I was twenty. So pivotal moment. You come. Yep. You come back. And this is what I love about the hands-on experience with internships. Yes. I I I can really. It's crucial. It was. I loved my internships and it took a lot from it. What I loved, what I didn't want, and wanted from it. Yes. Yeah. Huge. I think it would be cool. It just and this is my side tangent because I feel like we're gonna go on so many tangents. It's gonna happen, guys. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But just in education in general, I think Mm -hmm. being hands-on is so important. And you know, 
allowing students that opportunity earlier mm-hmm. on. I think even at high, a high school level. Of course. I think it would be great to somehow work internships or that's something what, like that into the We curriculum. were just talking about, we're actually, just side note, another side note, we <laughs> are having internships here this summer. I do have one. and that's, But that is like, that is, I had that opportunity, so I want to be able to give that to other students. Yeah. And I did it a couple of years ago. But in high school, yes, in, there's not enough trade schools out there. There's, there's so many kids that don't know what they want to do, but they need that hands-on experience. So, yes, off tangent, yes. back on. So, you are going into your senior year, and you're like, what do I do? Yeah. What am I going for? And so, after I kind of left the internship, I had a big, like, oh, my God moment. Yeah. And I um, I think I still had a couple weeks left of summer. So, I really started focusing on my plant-based eating and I realized and my grandmother was a fantastic cook I mean European Mm. just Eastern European food amazing cook she taught me how to cook at a very young age because she was somebody who was very involved in my life and the um, value the value yes exactly Mm -hmm. and she taught me so much about food Mm. and I think I just have a knack for creating food oh you do and (laughs) (laughs) and so um and so I got real. I started getting really crafty in the kitchen. I started working with whole food, plant-based ingredients, and turning them into something that tasted really good. And I started a food blog, and I got oh. a really, I got a professional camera, and I started taking these. It's so funny if you uh, look at my premature food photography yeah. it, it's so bad compared to what I do now but do you do the own Instagram yeah. for bear yeah, yeah I yeah. was gonna ask you <laughs> yeah see yeah. wow look at this you gotta wear many hats many hats but mm-hmm. one of my it's one of my hobbies yes. and you're passionate um, about that too yeah I loved mm-hmm. it uh so I started a food blog it got pretty popular actually I had around six seven thousand subscribers by the wow. time I was done with it and I would just blog about the food I was making and the benefits of it. It was called Just the Beginning. The URL doesn't exist anymore, but um, yeah. it was it was so cute. Just the beginning. Yeah, just the beginning, like just the like beginning, but Girl, vegan. Your branding, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I did that for a little bit, and I was like, wow, I really love this, mm-hmm. and I love creating food, and I love empowering people in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's so important to me. Yeah. And at such a young age too that's so inspiring it was it was a lot of fun and then um halfway through my senior year I was thinking about how if I were to make a career out of this maybe I could own a healthy cafe and Mm -hmm. so I was like you know I really want to focus on maybe owning a business someday and I didn't think it was going to happen as quickly as it did um <laughs> quick I was thinking I was gonna still pursue so and then I was like you know what let's pursue a master's in nutrition because I really care about food and if you care about empowering people mm-hmm. in the kitchen and you know you want to work with patients maybe and help cure disease and all that kind of stuff I was like this is just the right fit for me I have the science background I love food let's do that you know so I was like I'm going to pursue the master's in nutrition and maybe someday you know when I'm 30 or maybe 40 and I want to do the fun job thing I'll save up some money I'll start a business and I'll own a cafe or you know something like that little do we know she's 25 (laughs) and has multiple locations and franchising okay yes we'll fast forward there yeah so um anyway years later I can't right before that though I, uh, it was in between semesters, my senior year, and I'm really into yoga. Um, I've been doing yoga since I was nine. Actually. Oh, wow. My dad um, loved Bikram yoga, mm-hmm. and he would get all these little space heaters, 
and we didn't have a studio to go to or anything, but he would get all these face heaters and heat up one of the rooms in our basement, and we would do Bikram yoga out of a book. Oh and it was like... Did Jess fall in love with you as soon as she met you? <laughs> you can see I that. think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. She's <laughs> probably laughing right now. She's like to listening this. to this, and yeah. she's like, obviously, I yes, love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was just really into yoga and everything, so I found this um, opportunity to go to Aruba, and um, intern at a yoga studio in Aruba teaching stand-up paddleboard yoga. Come on. Yeah. I am so glad we're talking right now. It, this is the coolest story ever. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. It was, um, so I don't know if you're familiar, oops, sorry. You're fine. I don't know if you're familiar with, um, like, Yoga Girl on Instagram, no. Rachel Braden. She has, like, but now I will. millions of followers, and um, I, back in the day, was a huge fangirl. Huge mm-hmm. fangirl. I, like, read her book. I, like listen to everything she said. She like had a podcast. I followed her on Instagram religiously. Like I was obsessed with this woman and she owned the yoga studio in Aruba. It's called Island Yoga. And I was like, oh my God, I have to like figure out a way to get here because I want to be her, you know? God, internship in Aruba. And yeah, so I ended up uh, like getting the internship position. I was so excited. And they were like, by the way, it's two months long. Like, can you commit to that? And I was like, I'm in between semesters. I probably can't do two months, but I'm going to do it anyway. And so, so I <laughs> booked a ticket and I told, I remember waking up like Christmas morning during, um, during winter break. And I was like, by the way, guys, I have a flight to Aruba in like a couple hours. Love you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> got in a, I love it. I got an Uber and I, I left. Um, Risk taking at that age already. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just didn't like. I didn't stop. have anywhere to stay. I Really? Yeah, I just popped in. I got there. I was like, I need to rent a car. And they were giving me a hard time because I didn't realize you had to be 25 to rent a car. And I was 20 at this point. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh, I just kind of like talked my way through it. I got a car. Anyway, I found um, an Airbnb to stay at. And I spent two months. It was kind of like an eat, pray, love thing for yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. What a great book. Walked the beach every morning I taught the yoga I interacted with people that I would have otherwise never met yes I wore shorts and like a bikini top every day never washed my hair I didn't have any running hot water in the place I was staying at like it was amazing it's so great it was great and okay so there's a point to this story so there was a little (laughs) there was a little shack on the beach um called Eduardo's Beach Shack and it was like a little smoothie hut and I went there almost every day and they had these things called smoothie bowls. And mm-hmm. this was, I don't know, how old am I? 25. So this was what, five, five years, years ago. ago? Yeah. yeah. And they, they weren't really as popular back then, mm-hmm. but the, they served them. And I was like, this is so cool. This is amazing. And they were really busy one day and I was at the front of the line and they were, you know, running around, they were swamped. The, the hut was probably the size of like yeah. half this. It was so yep. tiny. And I said to them, I was like, hey, I come here every day. Um, do you guys need help? Like, I'd love to hop back there, help you out. Like, you know, I see that you're really busy. You have like a line, you know, down the beach. It, so the uh, the owner was like, sure, like hop back here, help us out. He's like, I'll pay you. I was like, don't even worry about paying me. Just pay me in food. And I got to experience that realm. Yes. And I saw the things that they were doing. And I was like, you know what? this would be so cool to do, mm-hmm. but I could maybe do it better. Mm-hmm. Cause I noticed some of the ingredients they were using weren't the best. And cause I had, you know, the background in like food yes. and, and science at this point, I was like, oh, the ingredients could be a little better. This idea is really cool. I just started like formulating this idea in my head. I was like, I would love to do something like this one day. Love it. And wow. 
That was your inspiration. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I journaled about it every day, stayed for two months, and came back. And um, I immediately signed up for a business course through the Capital Region Chamber. It was like oh, their yeah. entrepreneurial boot camp. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I did that. This was around the time I started my business, and I remember that. I remember speaking to, oh, what was her name, with the Albany County Chamber. With Janet. 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 I yes. love Janet. Uh, Tangway. Tangway, yes. yes. I love Janet. Uh-huh. I was going to sign up for that, too. It was right when I started my business. Yep. Because I'll tell you right now, that's so funny because the smoothie bowls was only a big thing on the beaches and mm-hmm. in the islands. That's when I was in New Jersey and they had the plyo bowls. Yeah. That's when I was like, I am coming back and creating bowls, BB's bowls. Yeah. And why isn't this anywhere else? It, it's like yeah. a huge thing, but yeah. it was just starting then. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, I love it. Was it. Just so you, starting. So you get into the business course. Yep, and I created this like raw vegan cafe concept because yeah. at that point I was like, oh, we need to introduce people to more plants. We need more people eating whole food, plant based diets, which still holds true to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then I was like, I, I just need to create this like awesome cafe concept with a bunch of plants everywhere, and I just kind of like modeled it. it out. I saw it. Confident. Um, yeah, I call, yeah. Well, I called it, um, originally the business plan was called Mantra Cafe. Mm-hmm. And basically with every single menu item, there was going to be a mantra associated with it. That's so so it would also like empower yes. people to know that they're eating something healthy and it would educate them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So like something that would be, you know, high in protein, mm-hmm. the product name would be like, I am strong, yes. you know, because then they would make that association that it's making them stronger. It's loaded with protein, you know, I love it. so that's yeah. kind of how like I modeled it out. And that's what I really wanted. That's what I really wanted. Um, and then obviously like I was a broke college student, like yeah. I, didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have the means to start a full on business and I didn't have the experience. I didn't have any of the knowledge. I but think about a lot of people listening right now who have those ideas and are broke and saying, I can't, I can't. So what did you do? Yeah. So I didn't think it was going to be my next step in life. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? You built this thing. This is great. Maybe you'll figure out how to do it someday. Um, And so I just kind of continued with my studies and was finishing out my senior year. And I was a frequent uh, patron of the hot yoga spot. (laughs) And I... Also, when I was, so when I was like 18, I did my yoga teacher training through the hot yoga spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had my teaching certification, um, but I wasn't, I didn't do it to teach. I just did it to learn more Mm -hmm. about yoga. Mm -hmm. And then by this point though, um, my senior year, I wanted to teach and I reached out to Jess and I was like, Hey, like, are you looking for teachers? And we had, um, our meeting about like talking about, you know, maybe me coming on as a teacher and she had asked me what my plans were for the future Mm -hmm. now that I was graduating and I said to her I was like I don't really know I'm going to pursue a master's in nutrition like at a graduate level and um I don't really know you know we'll kind of see I was like I I think I really want to own like a healthy cafe concept one day but I don't really know how that's going to happen she's like let me take she (laughs) she goes huh well that's so interesting because I just leased the space next door and I really want to do um kind of like a quick service healthy concept to service the you know the clientele of the hot yoga spot and I was like Oh, and she's like, would you be interested in 
you know, maybe doing it together. And originally, and I'm, I like don't even necessarily remember all the details here, but I think originally it was one of those situations where I was like, I really want to focus on pursuing a master's in nutrition because mm-hmm. I think I could have a career in that, but I would love to gain the experience of operating a business that's similar to one that I want to own one day. Yeah. And so originally I think it was more like, oh, do you want to take this on and gain, like learn experience or gain experience from it and like learn about the process? And then um, almost immediately it switched to let's just be business partners. And I was so grateful for that moment in my life, Mm -hmm. obviously, because here I am today, but mostly because I didn't have to do this completely on my own. And I have like Jess to me is like my best friend, my mentor, somebody who has all this knowledge, all this business experience, Mm -hmm. but also did such a great job by helping me grow as a person by just kind of letting me do it Mm -hmm. you know she kind of like here you go anytime I had a question anytime I ever wanted to like run something by her she was like yeah why don't you do it this way or why don't you do that way like I had that security from her because she gave me immediate feedback she's been owning businesses for 10 plus years she's made all the mistakes you know she had all that experience and it was so great for me as a young entrepreneur to have her right by my side Mm -hmm. um, to help me through the process and it really I think it made me grow really quickly as a business owner and as a person she had that confidence in you and you had that confidence and she saw that yeah you you had that confidence it's one of those things I love that that that's such a great thing in my position her position is to be able to I see these skills I see that discipline that commitment that passion you can't teach passion to somebody and she grabbed it that's great and she took you know at the end of the day like she did take a risk with me yes if you you know what I mean because she didn't really we knew each other a little bit but she didn't really know who I was or my work ethic or you know I told her that I was extremely passionate about these things and I I do have the knowledge to back it up and I think I have the work ethic and the skill to back it up as well but she didn't know that back then and she just extended her hand and was like, you know what? Yeah, let's let's see how this goes. And part of that, she turned me into this monster. I know <laughs> you really are a monster. So now, now we're what, three years. When when did Bear open? Um, in November of 2018. So really, it wasn't a lot of 2018. We yeah. only had you know November and December. So yes. Uh, yeah, like two and a half years ago. Okay. Which it feels like it's been a Longer. lifetime. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's only been two and a half years. And now we have Clifton Park just opened up. Yes, Clifton Park opened March. Uh, well, technically like February 29th, but uh, or 28th. I don't know how many days are in February. It was like the last couple 20, days of February. Yeah, Whatever. I think this year was a leap year. In right? my mind, I'm like it's March first because the first couple days were just like <laughs> I know I blacked out I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so challenging I was just like ah so with, now with now that you're going you're juggling those two locations mm-hmm. and Latham. Latham yes so now tell me like just you were behind that counter making Make, con- making all the concoctions not even behind the counter at home putting everything together yeah your creativity is is that putting all the ingredients together and testing it out, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say is that is that like how you started and now you're at a different point? So tell me about oh this God. this transition yeah. from creating a menu, putting ingredients together to now being a freaking boss, yeah. right? You're a boss babe who's now trying to delegate open multiple locations. Yeah. So how is this trend like what has been I guess how's that How's that? How have you felt in this transition and from being from, you know, behind the counter, being the face and now 
you're you're growing expanding I think um it's it's kind of crazy I I feel like I could answer this in so many different ways one of the first things that comes to mind is I was 21 and I blanked and now I'm 25 yeah and it is the most surreal feeling because I've done I've just worked you know I've worked and worked and worked and worked and worked so hard and um I think kind of what we were talking about downstairs about how when you're a business owner and um, different kinds of opportunities present themselves, different kinds of challenges present themselves, you have to be able to pivot really quickly Mm -hmm. and just kind of grow and adapt and evolve with your own business model. And I think in the very beginning, and that's what brings me true joy, it's creating food that I know will keep people healthy. Mm -hmm. And so that was a little challenging for me when I, originally had to make that transition yeah because I love like I love interacting with the customers I love engaging with my staff every day I love being in it you know like in the brunt of the work like blending and cleaning I actually I hate cleaning I'm not gonna lie blending (laughs) is great (laughs) and like preparing the food and just saying hello to the customer asking them about their day memorizing their their order and Mm -hmm. just like those small interactions they appreciate that they appreciate it yes yeah but the simplicity of that is Mm -hmm. what brings me pure joy I think sometimes people overcomplicate their ideas Mm -hmm. and they're like oh in order to be this business owner I have to have all these different experiences and I have to know how to do all these different things and and then you kind of like lose focus as to why you started in the first place like yeah. I started because I wanted to blend fruit to make people healthy and happy yeah you know yeah. and um and it, granted like it's amazing like I love growing and expanding and now I find a lot of joy in creating the different spaces mm-hmm. and even now with our franchising because um Last April, we were finally approved as a franchise by New York State, so we started selling them. And we have... Lo- April, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, no, not... Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. It's been <laughs> right? so long. I'm like, no, not like last... Not like this month, right? Nope. Like April 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like last year. Do you hear that? Yeah. Still in that business mode during the pandemic. Oh, my goodness. The adapting, the pivoting. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so we have... so you know, another little tangent, but we have, um, mm-hmm. locations coming in Florida, in Colorado, um, more in New York. So it's really exciting. Yeah. Like we've grown. Ooh, baby girl. Um, we're in Colorado. I could tell my brother. Um, Boulder. We, chance. yeah. So yeah. Right by over there. Yeah. Oh. It's, um, it's like in one of the smaller, like outskirt towns. Okay. Um, yeah. but yeah, we'll be there. It's oh, can I, can I ask you where in Florida? It's still secret. That's okay. Um, it's not really a secret. We just don't know exactly where yet. It's Can I more... just tell you, Florida needs bear. Yes. I When I go to Florida, I go visit my father down in Tampa, Bradenton mm-hmm. area. I Google smoothie bowls, and it's always smoothie king, smoothie king. Wait, that's so funny that you I'm say that because they're no going match. in Tampa, Bradenton area. You are? Okay, Sarah, good. Yeah, okay. so funny. <laughs> we don't know exactly where, but like Sarasota, Bradenton, Tampa, like that yes. general area. There's um, nothing there. Yeah. Annie, I swear, every time I go down there, I'm just like, oh, goodness. And imagine getting and, bear, yes. too. Like, of all the places. Like, hi, imagine in my area when I go there. <laughs> it's like, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, what has been, so you anyway. know, in this, yeah, I don't even know, we, we went off the tangent, this is what happens. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no, because I did want to make a point. Yes, I, please. So, I, even now, you know, with everything going on, and granted, it's a lot of admin work now, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, I'm one of those people that loves to, like, cross my T's and dot my I's, mm-hmm. so... Um, my role has kind of transitioned from blending the fruit and engaging with the customers and the staff to 
researching different equipment solutions, working mm. with the franchisees' floor plans and like planning them out, finding equipment solutions, staffing solutions, recipe solutions for my own stores, and also checking in so. with my like my empowered staff so like we have yes. managers now you know katie mcdowell yes so she's our culinary director so she's kind of taken the role of like creating and putting together a lot of the recipes and then we we do it together but she does a lot of the like recipe testing and the creation and so much she fun. loves it yeah fun i know i'm like i want your job <laughs> um but yeah so it's changed a lot but i will say Every um, Monday, I'm in Clifton Park. I open the store because it's something that's so important to mm. me. Like, I want to be in this space. I want to engage with the customers yeah. there. I want to blend the fruit. Like, yeah. I love it, you know? And um, on Tuesdays, I'm at Stuyvesant. I try to get work in behind the counter. And then um, I bounce between the stores Wednesday, Thursday, Friday a little bit just to kind of, like, check in. But I'm mostly doing admin work on those days. But yeah. it is important to me, like, I do want to blend fruit. Yeah. Like, I do want to be there. That, that's, you know? I do want to, co- like, I'm going to say, yeah. I do want to coach. I want to be on that floor. I want to interact with people. Right. It's hard to step back. It really is. But when you have to get all the other shit done and all these right. goals that you have right. in, in your one-year, two-year, five-year plan, right. you know, sometimes you got to sacrifice a little, but it's still, that. that's where your heart was when you started. Right. So, yeah, no I think what, like, I could see you still behind that counter, just... At different locations, going to visit, going to visit Florida. I'm gonna pop Hi. in. Really, you guys need some help? I'm on a business <laughs> trip. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> Trust me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. can't wait. And now, I guess in the past couple of years, and even right now, what has been one of the biggest struggles that you've overcome? Um, but honestly, um, I don't want to say time management because it's not. I manage my time pretty well. I think it's dedicating some time to self-care. I was That's one of my questions for you. Yeah, it's... Because I know we've talked about you taking time. I remember in the past, we've talked about you taking time and having a day off. And yeah. So, and it's yeah. not even... I don't even need a day off. Like, I mean, it got to the point you where... You don't have a day off when you're an entrepreneur. But, no. Yeah. No, and it's, it's not even that. It, it was just... It got to the point where, like... I wasn't like doing my laundry. Yeah. I wasn't like washing my hair mm-hmm. because I did. I was like, I'm not taking the extra hour to wash my hair when I could do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it got that bad. And yeah. that, and it was just because I was full speed, like, especially when the pandemic hit, I was yeah. like, okay, so we can stay open because mm-hmm. we're essential, but how do we pivot? You know, how do we make sure that we can get our customers access to bear? How do we make sure that we're leveraging this? unfortunate situation so that we can provide our customers with the healthy products that they need, especially during this time, you know, with all the limitations and restrictions that were put on us. And how do I know what I'm responsible for doing? Because there was a huge like miscommunication between, you know, the the government and and New York state Mm -hmm. and, you know, what business owners had to do and what our responsibilities were. And so that was really stressful, but yeah, and I just feel like for the past two years, it's just been constant growth and constant change, which is something that I, I think my personality just needs. Yeah. You know, I can't stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. You love the challenge. I, I love the challenge. I love to work. I love to continue to grow things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does take away from, from self-care. And yeah. I think, like, even, so one of my best friends lives, uh, or she's actually moving back from Nashville to Saratoga this weekend. You're so excited. Officially, I'm so excited. But she lived in Nashville for the past two years. And... My other best friend lives in South Carolina, and these are like, you know, childhood friends and friends that I got really close with in college. 
and people that I obviously want to maintain the relationship with and they would always come visit me and I wouldn't be able to like necessarily go visit them without feeling guilty. Yeah. Like even there's that guilt. I was waiting for that word to come out. It's the guilt, right? You struggle with it. Yeah. And, and, And I get it. And don't get me wrong, like, I went. You know, I went, I think I went to Nashville, and this was pre-pandemic. Like, I haven't really been anywhere since the pandemic. But um, I went to Nashville twice before the pandemic just for weekend trips. Like, what guilt do you actually, what is the main guilt? Like, I'm away from my business, I should be there working, or, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's that, and it's just not being able, like, for me, I think I love to micromanage, and I love to maintain control. And if I'm there, I know I can be there and be in it Mm -hmm. and know what's going on for sure whereas when you step away you know you're not really yeah the control can't really oversee and it's it's the never good enough mindset it's like no we gotta be doing this let's do this i want to grow here yes and then i also feel guilty because i'm like i get it that you know everybody needs some time to themselves i Mm -hmm. totally understand that but i don't want anybody to look at me and think oh she's just this business owner and she's going away for the weekend girl who is she I trust me I feel that and I'm like (laughs) isn't that okay so we have to tell each other I'm gonna text you and I'm gonna (laughs) like are you taking a weekend to go away and just to recharge or yes I when I go get a massage I feel guilty like yeah care of myself I don't know what that is I talked to my therapist about that too but you can't you are so young if you are gonna continue that mindset you are gonna burn out by 30. I'm waiting for something. 20s are the best times to enjoy your life. Right. But like, I mean. Well, that's something that I've been struggling with lately because I am 25. Yeah. And all of my friends, a lot of the people, I mean, not all of my friends, but a lot of people that I know, even people who aren't my friends that are just all on social media. Yeah. Everybody's all over the place all the time. Yeah. And they, they're traveling. Yeah. Married. They're, maybe. Oh, yeah. Gosh. 100%. <laughs> married. Some have kids. But that's not, I don't even care about that. It's yeah. just them. Like, living. they're living, living they're going life. places, they're always at, like, different, you know, bars and eateries and just all this, and I'm just and like, And you know what, uh, when you're 40 and you can be like, I'm going to step back and I'm going to go travel and do all that, and then you guys are all grinding, grinding, grinding. Yeah. Like, think about that. Yeah. Trying to, like, you know, okay, I can step back a little bit, but But maybe. that's what I think, but, like, also, this is, I'm the healthiest, youngest, bounciest yeah. I'm ever going to be, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. it's like... Do I really not? You got to put it in your calendar. Yeah. My therapist says to me, put it out there. Put it in your calendar. Commit to it. Mm -hmm. It is hard. And I know, and that's why I'm glad you're being very transparent and vulnerable in this situation right now because I understand I can resonate with you. And I'm sure so many people, again, not even just entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. from moms to from any single women, people who are transitioning in careers, like Mm -hmm. this is really helpful and this is real like you're getting someone who you look at look at and you're like wow I wish I could be her you know she inspires me but we all have our isms we all have our thing and that guilt piece is is tough it is and you have to give yourself you got to give yourself grace you really do you got to be you got to be proud of yourself and another something I I try to do for myself just to kind of give advice and I know you didn't even ask for it but sometimes this happens (laughs) give it to me (laughs) is like when I accomplish something I'm going to I'm going to say hey I'm going to get a facial which I've had one my whole life I just made that up but I had one and it was the most amazing experience I'm like I'm gonna go back once a month have I done that no Mm -hmm. but 
to be able to say, hey, I accomplished this. You know, I opened this location. So when I open that, I'm going to go away for a three-day weekend or I'm going to give myself time. I'm going to go visit my girls. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's just one of those things that you feel I know for me if I give myself that time or that little recharge, especially this year, was a, completely different. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can't even, you yeah. know. But it's a recharge moment. And then you're back to the grind. Yep. And you feel more at ease so and I appreciate you sharing that because that is so common and you're young and you've accomplished so much already um so one of the questions I want to ask you because it is flying up all over the world this happens in every single industry and especially with like you where it is you're growing and expanding so how do you how do you deal with competition how do you cope with it and what does that what does that provide you and give you yeah, um, I think that's such a it's such a good question because I think so many people. I think it depends on what you deem competition to be. Yeah, like yeah. what? How do you you know what is competition, mm-hmm. right? So, I think in food service, any place that sells food could technically be competition Absolutely. because everybody who is you know if you're a consumer, you're like maybe one day I'm gonna eat here, one day I'm gonna eat there, and do I want McDonald's or I want to go to Bear? Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, do I want fast food or I want to be healthy? I mean, that's great. But at the end of the day, you know, the more eating establishments there are, the more choices you have Mm -hmm. and the more or I guess the less opportunity I have to have you as a customer. So technically, almost everything can be deemed as competition. I think when people ask me this question, because I I get to ask this a lot, actually. But um, when people ask me this question, they're like, how do you deal specifically with like, you know, the juice bars, the smoothie places, like all these kind of things opening up and um, how does that make you feel? And I'm like, you know what? I started this business because I want to keep people healthy. Mm -hmm. And I know from the bottom of my heart that because of, you know, the effort, the knowledge and all of the time I've put into the products that we serve, I know that this is the healthiest possible product that I can produce for you. And that is what makes me happy and brings me joy. And that's what keeps me going. Yeah. So if every other business out there that, you know, that's similar to mine, if their genuine goal is to keep people healthier and happier, well, then we're collectively making the world a better place. So that's not really my competition. You're more like my partner. Yeah. You know, I love it. And I don't look like this we're all doing the same area. thing right and you're this helping place people is big enough there's so plenty many people. of fish in the yes. sea i say that all the time when it comes to our industry too there's no i mean it's competition yeah is everywhere but it's how you view it it is your mindset right. it is your perspective like, yeah no, I and if that. i just stay in my you know stay if in I your lane st- baby well stay in my lane but like you know just know that what i'm doing is making you know people that come see me healthy then yeah. you know I'm happy with that yeah. I don't You're need focused. to worry about what yeah. other people are doing and trust me I have gotten negativity I've gotten backlash from you, other you similar yeah. concepts and I don't know why you yeah. know because I'm just doing my best. And you're just focusing on yourself. <laughs> and you're and doing your, your best. Yeah, and yeah. I'm happy for you, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I know, if you're serving candy in a bowl, like, yeah, that's probably, that's not good. But I'm more upset for the customer yeah. than I am that you exist, you know? So, yeah. And, you know, one of those things when I view competition, I want to applaud them. I'm always like, hey, I get what you're doing. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. So I respect it. It's just a matter of respect. Yes. Because... And it, because it, the people who, the customers don't understand 
as what business owners do and what they experience from yeah. all the things that we have to think about on a daily basis. Wait, can I say something real of quick? Of course you can. Because this just popped into my head. Yes. But I was on Instagram the other day and I saw this quote and it was like, celebrities make $80 million plus a year. And as a consumer, you want to spend top dollar for their product. But business owners are your neighbors, your friends, people within your community, small business owners. They make around fifty to 100000 a year, yeah, yeah. and you want a discount from them. And you will rip their arms off for I a discount from I them. I saw that, too. Hold I was like, on. wow. Do I, I that think hits hard. It does hit hard. Yeah. And actually, Jess and I talked about that, too. Yeah. It's hard. We get it a lot. Yeah, yeah. we do. We do. And it's like, it's hard. if I could Tough. give every single human, and I do, by the way, I donate a lot of food, but and oh, we yeah, can get to do. that. But, you know, if at the end of the day, if I could like pay my bills and survive giving people free food. Yep. Oh, I totally would. Oh, my God. Because food, I mean, food's a right, you know, if I could pay my staff what I know and I'm confident they deserve. Yeah. If I could give more free memberships out, if I could give discounted memberships out. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. Hi, I have a family of four. It's like it's like mm-hmm. we've got the, everyone. Every everyone should just kind of stay. Again, it's one of those things like just kind of try to think outside of their own bubble right. of, of what they're doing. But it, it's hard. You can't teach that, and you just got to be respectful. I know. In that, but it's very interesting. Yeah. That like my next door neighbors. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I love that. I do. Yeah. So I appreciate you saying that. That's hard. I um. So. I, I interrupted you though. You were like on a. No, <laughs> you're no. going. <laughs> I wanted to actually talk about like between your partnerships. Annie has always been one I appreciate so much when I'm like, hey, do you want to partner and do this? Hey, do you want to uh, be involved in my fundraiser for LLS? Hey, do you want to do this together? You're always yes, yes, yes. And I know how hard that is. I know you probably get asked so much of partnering or donating and yeah. and. It is. I'm so grateful for our friendship and our partnerships all the time. It's always been so. It, it works. It really does. And especially what we do and our community loves you. Yeah. So um, yeah, tell us about your experience with like partnerships and yeah. how, how it's affected and impacted your business too. Well, I love. Um, I love partnering with like like-minded businesses. Mm-hmm. You know. So I like anybody who wants to promote health and wellness in some capacity. Yeah. I'm happy to work with partner with I, I love it I think I'm a very um, extroverted type of person I love to get involved with the community I love I can have a conversation with a random person on the street you know I love yeah. to talk to people I love to I love community mm-hmm. you know and connecting. Um, yeah so any like anytime anybody reaches out to me I figure out a way to make it work yeah and I I think you know it brings that individual brand recognition it brings bear brand recognition yeah. i think it's, it's mutually always beneficial. good right it's mm-hmm. always good from a business perspective to partner with somebody um and then if you build a strong lasting relationship moving forward i think it's great yeah it is and it has been i mean just the and that's what's the beautiful thing too about small business owners where we can be creative and what we want to do yeah we do whatever know, we want whatever we want <laughs> yeah. and i love that it's, i actually just said that in the other podcast like what do you love most about about power or what do you love most about your career I'm like I love the flexibility and just no let's change this let's add this so yeah and then also having a a team to have be creative and bring ideas on yeah I've met so many cool people doing it too like Uh you obviously you your community um your team like I love all of you guys and you've introduced me to so many new people too Mm. and I just think like even working with um 
like the some of the stores like Lululemon, Athleta. Yes. Um, like they've introduced me to so many people yeah. and just. I, it's so funny. I was in um, Whole Foods, like, yeah. this was a while ago, This and I'll never forget this moment, but this was maybe, like, right this first summer of Bear, so maybe seven months in, yeah. and I was walking through Whole Foods with my Bear shirt on, actually picking up a case of bananas because we had run out and Restaurant Depot didn't have any, and I was, and first of all, I don't love Restaurant Depot's quality, and anyway, <laughs> um, but I, like, I went into Whole Foods, and I was like, can I just get a case of bananas, and I'm, like, sweating, have fruit all over me, and this woman walks by me, and she's like, hi, I love your store, and I oh. was like, oh, my God, you know what Bear is? Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> and it was just the most, like, wow, this is so small, Benny, and this community yes. is so supportive and so amazing. Yes. And it just, it made my whole day. 100%. The fact that a I random was, person was like. I was just going to say that. It really is small, Benny. Yeah. And it, it, between the greater, cap, greater capital region, mm-hmm. it really is so supportive. Yes. And, and it, it, thankful during during the pandemic. I mean, to see how you adapt and how you're able. I'll never forget when the, it was, like, the first day that you were able to still. Uh, continue with your business and mm-hmm. I was in my car you rolled up you brought my my smoothie yes and I was like look at this I'm so happy that you're able to still provide and I mean especially the pandemic with people were gaining weight like you had to really yes work hard and uh, focusing on this is what you this is yes. teaching educating yeah so yeah one of the greatest things that came out of that too just initially was um, the fact that we were able to create those unblended smoothie packs. Oh, yes. So that many was people great. took advantage. And yes. we still have them, and so many people still get them. Because it's like you order a week's worth of unblended smoothies, you bring it with you, you keep it in your freezer, and yep. then you blend them up when you want. You have a cup, you have a straw, you have directions, you have all the ingredients. Like Love that. Yeah, and it so, was great. So convenient. That was awesome. I loved that, too. So tell me. What do you love more than anything about what you do? Like, what is just when you just when your heart gets happy, when you get the chills? What what is what is that? What brings that that oh, that, that feeling? That is such a tough question because I there's so could, much. There's like a couple things. Yeah. Like, I think internally, mm-hmm. it's working immediately with my staff that. I know love the brand Mm -hmm. and especially um, like my managers like Maddie and Renee um, just working with them one-on-one to help especially initially when we're going through the transition of you know Stuyvesant's its own space and Clifton Park's its own space now we have two stores we got to figure it out and Mm. just like problem solving with them and empowering them and them also empowering me and yeah. supporting me because like it's stressful for me too sometimes yeah. and it's it's just such a great feeling to know that your team is there for you and you're yeah. there for your team you're all working together toward a common goal and just that that feeling that like mm-hmm. connection that moment of like that aha moment when I you're like it. we've solved a problem we're yes. going to do this and like it's so great and then also just like creating food with Katie. Yeah. Like last Friday, we did, we recipe tested all the Mother's Day truffles and treats. I don't know if oh, you saw them so yet. Good. Yes, I did. Looks so good. But we spent like two hours just making things. And then we, we came up with a solution um, for wraps because, like, I love, I love a wrap, um, but love most wrap. wraps aren't gluten free. So we finally found a gluten free wrap solution that's easy to work with because it's the other thing sometimes you get gluten-free wraps and they're made from like brown rice and they crumble easily and they just don't hold their integrity and all of that so we found like a really great gluten-free wrap solution so we started making these wraps and now we retail them at Stuyvesant and at Clifton Park 
already like prepackaged vegan. Laura got them. I saw that. I was like, oh, yes. they got wraps in there. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh my god, I love Laura. She's oh, so cute. Love. But yeah, so me and Katie were doing that. We were making like recipe testing the um the Mother's Day treats and just that feeling too. Just yeah. like being able to create and like she gets so excited doing it and she's so good at it. I'm so so grateful to have her as a part of this team because she loves it. She's genuinely happy with her position and it makes me feel good because oh, I was able to provide to somebody with mm-hmm. that, you know? Yes. So love that. I think that's my favorite thing. And then obviously like engaging with the customers and um like being able to remember somebody by their order, yes. not necessarily their yeah. name all the time. I'm like, oh blueberry muffin guy. Yes. Like what's up? <laughs> <You know? laughs> um that's yeah. So cute. I love that. The community yeah, I think we... is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So what would you people in your position people that are listening right now mm-hmm. and who have been in maybe a situation like you or are, you know, wanting to, but think they, they can't, the, the, the fear. I mean, did you have fear going into this, this journey of yours? You know, it's like, what advice would you give to young women who are wanting to maybe make a transition, women who are just starting off? and have these ideas and are confident, like you've been confident. And I think that is a huge skill that wherever you are in your life that you have to be able to show and provide and to give to whether it be your staff, your community. So what advice would you give? I think the most important thing is to focus on manifesting Mm. because for me, that's something that was always really important. Right from the beginning, I knew I wanted to own some kind of healthy concept. I didn't even know, like back in my Aruba story, you yeah. know, like I, I didn't know what it was going to be necessarily. And then I kind of mapped it out and then I had a, an idea of what it would be like. And then I had no idea that Jess was going to present me with this amazing opportunity. I had no idea that she was going to end up being my business partner. I didn't know where it was going to be or when yeah. it was going to happen. I just felt it, yeah. you know, and then like feeling that manifesting it, bringing it to fruition mm-hmm. and really feeling it within yourself that you can accomplish these things yeah. and knowing deep down that I don't necessarily know how, but I know I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then the universe has a great way of just kind of extending an arm, yes. you know, and then it's your opportunity to grab the hand. I love that. But extending an arm, like the, the arms are everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just have to pay attention to them and I think Jess was my arm you know Jess like extended her hand and was like you know and it was obviously it was scary for a hot second because it's like it's that moment of am I really going to do this and I don't know how this is going to pan out necessarily I feel it I think it's going to do great and if I put my heart and soul into it well it better do great you know what I mean Um, otherwise I'm not good at what I do but Mm -hmm. it's that moment of like am I going to make any money? Am I going to be able to support myself? Am I going to be able to pay rent, pay for food? Like, you know, that's that little bit of fear. But I think if you go in with somewhat of a plan Mm -hmm. and then really focus your efforts on making it what you want it to be, Mm -hmm. it can happen quickly and more quickly than you thought it would. Like I, after um, a couple months, you know, with bear, it was, it was very challenging in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it's endless work. It's, and I'm sure you, you can relate to this too, just as a business owner, like right when you start, it's like countless hours of work and you're tired and you hate everything. And you know, there's no self care and there's, you know, there's nothing. And, and, but at the end of the day, you can say, okay, I'm working toward a goal and I see it kind of starting to pay off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then, um, eventually you just get to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, this is, this is great. And for me, that moment was maybe six, seven months in, and I was like, I really want this, like, I want to do another one. 
I want to like turn this into I want to turn this into a franchise. I want to be a healthy food franchise and somewhere rooted deep down in me that ambition was always there. Yeah. And um and then, you know, just being such a great business owner and having experience with that herself was able to advise on that, was able to help with that significantly. Yeah. We went through that process together and it's like I said, it's so comforting having her by my side too mm-hmm. because um, I, I couldn't like, especially mentally, I just couldn't do it without her, Huge. you know? The mental so, aspect too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes have you ever, have you ever heard of imposter syndrome? Yes. I think I have like, that sometimes though. Do, do you? <laughs> I don't know. Cause like, who yeah. am I? Who am I? Yeah, you know, like people know you in the capital region. You might, you know, it's like, Hey, you're a little, you're, you're a community celebrity. At the same time, like, how did I get here? Did, did I, was this luck? Was and this, am I even? Am I even That's that how I good? Look. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know. And that happens, especially with females. Yeah. And, you know, in owning a business. But that is, I, I love yeah. that advice. But you, you've done it. You put the work in. You have, your tra- trajectory has been manifested. You can tell just by your hearing your story and listening to your story. I am so loving your story and I like I really hope people really listen to this whole entire thing because it is so inspiring it's so empowering and you are delivering the gifts of what you've been given like it's 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 awesome and I am so proud of you 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 inspire me and you're like I'm like I'm like I'm your big sister oh my gosh no you really are I think too like you know you might be able to speak to it differently and offer your own advice too. I think, you know, it's funny, like sometimes people listen to podcasts and they read articles and they, you know, whatever they're, whatever they're, whatever they're paying attention to, yeah. looking on Instagram, whatever. And they always have comments and things to say. Mm-hmm. And like, I can only give the advice that I give because of my experiences. Experience, yeah. So like your experiences might be different. Yeah. And like, I still, I'm not really at a point where I feel like anybody knows me <laughs> you know I'm not at a point where like oh I'm in the capital region and people know who I am like I definitely don't do you think know. that ever yes. but look what happened six months into when you right. were wearing the bear right you exactly know, like those things, things like that. that yeah yes and that is I mean at such a young age you really have to yeah. just give yourself more credit because you're killing it babe and then tell me she's killing it because we're gonna finish off with what's happening with these the, the potential franchises yeah. and what's opening soon i'm so excited so tell me tell me what's up yeah so bear latham is next bear latham Can't has been that. next we've um i was hoping to open actually on monday but yeah. um that's not going to happen just because we're having some equipment delays mm-hmm. i think the entire industry is just struggling with um time management because yeah. it's so hard like with all the different vendors and distributors it's really hard to get things on time now mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. of covid um COVID's so, still happening? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it, now it's, second. I think it's like the aftermath of like everything that, because nobody yeah. was ordering anything and yep. now people like we were talking about, now they're ordering everything again. Life and is it's back. Life, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully I we can, I, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's challenging uh, to get things done on time. And it's so many people too are like DMing us on Instagram and emailing me and they're like, when's Latham opening? It is and I'm like, area. I promise. And guys, we are partnering yes. for LLS with the Latham location on May. Oh shoot. 25th. Thank you. 25th. Yes. Yes. And it is a 9 a.m. Uh, interval class, power class meets bear. So you get an out, there's an outdoor space there. Oh my I'm, gosh. It is, it is I'm stoked huge. about the outdoor space. It's huge. Have you You're seen gonna it? Have no, but I just, oh my God, Jess tells me all about it. It's huge. There's like a beautiful outdoor patio. Mm-hmm. And then there's this big grassy area where we can do the classes. We can fit like 
50, 60 people comfortably. That's such a great area. It Love is it. huge. You're gonna kill it in Latham. I'm so, so excited. Proud of you. Good. I just want to do like I'm excited about those things, like the yeah. events, the outdoor classes, yes. like people using the space for more than just mm-hmm. you know getting a bowl. Yes. The indoor space is gonna be pretty big too. We're gonna have like a decent amount of seating there, which is different from our other two locations. Oh good. And we're also going to have a little co-working space. Oh, we're gonna work that's nice. on yeah, just to like give people the space to you yeah. know if they're still working remote, if they're working from home, just mm-hmm. to give them a space to work from. And so we don't have to go to Starbucks. So you know, I was going to Starbucks. You can go to Bear, and you can uh, we're, support local. Yeah, we're yeah. thinking about doing like a membership thing too, where you can oh. get like discounted um, product from us. You can use different things. Like we'll have um, printers, like so you can get like free printing if you're that's somebody nice. who's looking to start like a little side hustle and you need those kinds of business tools. Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking that's great. Yeah. when I like. I was love thinking it. about creating it, you know? Do you hear my kid yelling down there? Yes. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, Mom, it's so um, Are you going to be offering food uh, yes. in terms of, like, what you're doing in Clifton Park? Yes. <gasps> so Latham's going to have the grain bowls, the waffle Great. toast, um, nice. obviously the smoothies, the smoothie bowls, yeah. Yeah. Um, the fun blended coffees that we do. Yeah, and those are doing pretty well at Clifton Park, too. Good. Like, that was one of my fears. I was like, we're going to bring on these new items. I don't yeah. know. I'm hoping they're going to do well, but we, yeah. we don't know how they're going to do, and... Um, people are loving them, which is awesome because the things that we do are strictly whole food, plant-based foods. Like mm-hmm. we're not, you know, using the fake meat substitutes and the fake dairy substitutes. The sugary and, porridge. Yeah, like yes, we're no. not. Which don't get me wrong, like they taste great. Yeah, you know, but I they're just not, in my opinion, but part of them. Taste greater. Right. Well, well and they, that's the thing. Like, we've made them taste good, and yes. they're actually really good for you. Oh, so, God, they're so good. Yeah, I'm really excited to bring those on. So we have Latham, and then um, Glenmont is our next space. That's great. That's, um, yeah, that's one of our franchisees, a local franchisee. Nice. So she's hopefully going to open um, by the end of the summer, maybe a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. And then we have North Greenbush coming. We have Saratoga, which um, is actually moving along pretty quickly now so we're Fantastic. hoping to have that done by the end of the summer oh and saratoga saratoga greenbush yep <gasps> north greenbush yeah and then colorado florida and uh who knows where else damn damn yeah. damn damn Very i am exciting. so proud of you that's so exciting yeah wow i'm so excited but i'm like this is so surreal like yes. what is happening talk about <laughs> someone who's come up on top from the pandemic guys like oh, wow so what we're gonna do we're gonna put all of the information uh in in this podcast if you need to reach out to annie and you're looking for potential job opportunities with all these yeah, locations opening got, too yep. you know so she's a busy lady yeah but i have her cell phone number you can <laughs> <laughs> you know my email yeah. <laughs> yeah is there anything that you want to um add or to give to our audience because you just have so much so much know. yeah i no. like i mean I'm also really um, open to talking to anybody who is interested in pursuing more of a plant-based diet because that's mm-hmm. what my area of expertise is. And yeah. um, if anybody's considering that and wants some information or guidance or needs some help with that, I love to help people with that. I'm working with two people right now, actually. It's awesome. Um, just like not super hands-on or anything, just yeah. giving them... Um, some advice and you know if you ever have a question about anything that's literally what I went to school for that's what I you know that's that's what I uh, live and breathe so yeah you give your head and your heart like 
equally. I don't even know, and it's 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 apparent. It's completely evident in how she delivers and is impacting so many people. The fact that you're opening so many more locations, you're gonna be impacting thousands of people that that is awesome so proud of you thank you thank you for taking the time to come in here i know you're a busy lady but this has been a great conversation i hope you enjoyed this screenshot screen record anything of your favorite parts of it put it on up do hashtag annie's fucking awesome (laughs) (laughs) you're so sweet or hashtag i'm going to bear so whatever you want but we want to hear how you love this uh, podcast and if you listen to it so thank you so much for tuning in thanks annie love you baby. thank you so much thank you have a great day guys bye